1: plus. Oh, just started Recorded up. live.
2: Okay, so it's 8.03. Wait till 8.05 and we get started. Yeah.
0: Thank
2: you, I don't even know
1: how to do it from my phone. I,
2: I will set it up later from my phone. Oh, God. Hold on. He's Pastor Staten calling me. He don't usually call me. Hold
0: on a minute. All right.
2: Oh,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. That's Pastor Staten. That. It's leaking in the church, and the ceiling. I can't get. And Charles don't answer no more. I don't know. I don't need him because if if he's not going to answer the phone or call back, I will really be Anybody on the line?
1: I don't know. I can't tell. <clears throat> so,
2: uh go ahead and pray, and I'm going to see if I can get him. Go ahead and pray.
1: Heavenly Father, once more again, we come. I'm going to be no this afternoon. Father, we come not bragging, not boasting. But Father, we want to thank you for it. Let us see another day that we never saw before. Most of all, Father, you have been better us than you been to ourselves. We well, mercy to God that you can defend and that you can destroy. But, Father, you know all about it. Father, look on the sick and the afflicted all over the world. Look on the one in the hospital this afternoon. Touch them, my mighty sister. Father, in the prison wall. Merciful God, we want you to touch our leaders and let them know what, what they're doing is not right. <clears throat> Father, bring them back. Change their mind, change their heart. It's no different. Each man equal you see to one another and each woman is equal to one another. Merciful of God, they think they're superior over people but you are superior over all Father, we actually to touch Him right now, touch their heart, mind, and soul. Father, we we'll be glad to give Your name to praise in the praise and release them on the dead. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: We just um, thank God uh, for God this day, the
0: blessing for His word
2: what he and what he has uh done for us and we thank God for Elder Sutter and his prayer. Um, I know we stopped we stopped I think uh at chapter ten. Stopped at chapter ten and uh we uh, I'm gonna go in chapter eleven. And take it from there. I'm coming from the book of Joshua, and we're going to take it from there. Um, okay. Yes, you have anything to say, Elvissada?
1: No, that's a good book we're working out of.
2: Yes, that is the book that we are working out of. Uh, yes, it has. It gives you more information than. Uh, The regular Bible, as I say, the Bible has, it's catalyzed. That means that they decided when they put it um, together again, they took out what they want and put in what they wanted to put in because you had the Geneva Bible out, you had the Bishop Bible, the Guggenheim Bible. We had different Bibles out. Um, So they decided to put in what they wanted, and so
0: it's catalyzed, this book um, gives you
2: more and more information and more clarity on what is missing, some information that's missing on the Bible, so I'm going to start from chapter 11. And Enrod, son of Cush, was still in the land of Shinar, and he reigned over it and dwelt there, and he built cities in the land of Shinar. And these are the names of the four cities which he built. And he called their names after the currents that happened to them in the building of the tower. And he called the first Babel, saying, Because the Lord there confounded the language of the whole earth, and the name of the second he called Erech because from there God dispersed them. And the third he called Erak, saying there was a great battle at that place. And the fourth he called Cana, because his prince and mighty man were consumed there, and they vexed the Lord. They rebelled and transgressed against him. And when Nimrod had built these cities in the land of Shinar, he placed in them the remainder of his people, his prince, and his mighty man that was left in his kingdom. And Nimrod dwelled in Babel, and he there renewed his reign over the rest of his subjects, and he reigned securely in the subject, and prince of Nimrod called his name Amraphel, saying that at the tower his prince and men fell through his means. And notwithstanding this, Nimrod did not return to the Lord, and he continued in wickedness and teaching wickedness to the sons of man and man done, His son was worse than his father, and he continued to add to the abomination of his father. And he caused the son of man to sin, therefore, it is said, from the wicked go forth wickedness. At that time, there was war between the families of the children of Ham, as they were dwelling in the city which they had built. And Shedemar, Shedemar, king of Elm, went away from the family of the children of Ham, and he fought with them, and he subdued them, and he went to the five cities of the plain. And he fought against them, and he subdued them, and they were under his control. And they served him 12 years, and they gave him a year of tax. And at that time, Neha, son of Segar, and the forty-ninth year of the life of Abram, son of Terah, and in the fifth. Fifteenth year of the life, Abram, son of Terah, Abram came forth from the house of Noah and went to his father's house. And Abram knew the Lord, and he went his way in instruction, and the Lord his God was with him. And Terah, his father, was in those days still captain of the host of King Nimrod, and he still followed strange gods. And Abram came to his father's house and saw 12 gods standing there in their temple. And the anger of the Lord was kindled kindled when he saw these images in his father's house. And Abram said, As the Lord liveth these images, shall not remain in my father's house. So shall the Lord who created me do unto me, if in three days time I do not break them all. And Abram went from them, his anger burned within him. And Abram hastened and went from the chambers to his father out of court. And he found his father sitting in the court and all his servants with him. And Abram came and sat before him. And Abram asked his father, saying, Father, tell me where is God, who created heaven and earth, and all the sons of man upon earth, and who created thee and me. And Terah answered his son Abram and said, Behold, those who create us are all with us in the house. And Abram said to his father, My Lord, show them to me, I pray thee. And Terah brought Abram into the chambers of the inner court, and Abram saw, and behold, the whole room was full of gods of wood and stone, twelve great images, and others less than they were without number. And Terah said to his son, Behold, these are they which made all the seas upon earth, and which created me and thee and all mankind. And Terah bowed down to his God, and he then went away from them. And Abram, his son, went away with them. And Abram had gone from them. He went to his mother and sat before her, and he said to his mother, "Behold, my father has shown me those who made heaven and earth, and all the sons of men. Now therefore, hasten and fast fetch a kid from the flock and make of his savory meat that I might bring it to my father's gods as an offering for them to eat. Perhaps I may thereby become acceptable to them." And his mother did so, and she fetched a kid and made savory meat thereof and brought it to Abram. Abram took the savory meat from his mother and brought it before his father God, and he drew nigh to them that they might eat. And Terah, his father, did not know of it. And Abraham saw on the day when he was sitting amongst them that they had no voice, no hearing, no motion, and not one of them could stretch forth his hand and eat. And mocked them and said, Surely the savory meat that I prepared has not pleased them, or perhaps it was too little for them. And for that reason, they will not eat. Therefore, tomorrow i prepare fresh savory meat, better and more plainful than this, in order that I that may see the results. And it was on the second day that Abram directed his mother concerning the savory meat, and his mother rose and stretched three fine kids from the flock. And she made him some extra savory meat, such as her son was fond of, and she gave it to her son Abram. And Terah's father did not know of it. And Abram took the savory meat from him, from his mother, brought it before his father's garden to the chambers. And he came night unto them that they might eat. And he placed it before them. Abram sat before them all day, thinking perhaps they might eat. And Abram viewed them. And behold, they had neither voice nor hearing, nor did one of them stretch forth his hand to eat the meat. And in the evening of that day, in that house, Abel was clothed with the spirit of God. And he called out and said, Woe unto my father, and this wicked generation, whose heart are full of all and inclined to vanity, who serve these idols of wood and stone, which can neither eat, smell, hear, nor speak, who have mouth without speech, eyes without sight, ears without hearing, hands without feeling, and legs which cannot move. Like them are those that made them, and that trust in them. When Abram saw all these things, his angels kindled against his father, and he hastened and took a hatchet in his hand, and he came into the chamber of the gods, and he broke all his father gods. And when he had done breaking the image, he placed the hatchet in the hands of the great God, which was, was there before them, and he went out. And Terah's father came home, for he had heard at the door the sound of striking of the hatchet. The terrorists came into the house to know what this was about. And Terah, having heard the noise of the hatchet in the room the image, ran to the room to the image, and he met Abram going out. And Terah entered the room and found all the idols falling down and broken, and the hatchet in the hand of the lodges, which was not broken. and every meats which Abram, his son, had made was still before them. And when Terah saw that his anger was greatly kindled, he hastened and went from the room to Abram. And he found Abram's son still sitting in the house, and he said to him, What is this work thou hast done to my God? And Abram answered Terah's father, and he said, Not so, my Lord, for I brought saving meat before them. And when I came nigh to them with the meat that they might eat, they all at once stretched forth their hands to eat before the great one has put forth his hand to eat. And the large one saw their work that, they did before him, and his anger was violently kindled against them, and he went and took the hatchet that was in the house and came to them and broke them all, and behold, the hatchet is yet in his hand, as thou see it. And terror anger was kindled against his son Abel when he spoke this, and Terah said to Abel, his son, in his anger, what is this tale that thou hast told? Thou speakest lies to me. Is there in these God's spirit, soul, of power? Do all thou hast told me, are they not wood and stone, and have I not myself made them? Can thou speak such lies, saying that the Lord God that was with them smote them? Is thou that didst place the hatchet in his hand, and then saw, say he smote them all? And Abram answered his father, said to him, And how can thou serve then serve these idols in whom there is no power to do anything? Can those idols in which thou trusted thee deliver thee? Can they hear thy prayers when thou call upon thee? Can thou deliver from the hands of thy enemy? Or will thou fight that battle for thee against thy enemies? That thou shouldst serve wood and stone which can neither speak nor hear. And thou surely is not good for being northern for the Son of Man that connected with thee to do these things. Um, are you so silly, so foolish, or so short of understanding that you would serve wood and stone and do after this manner? And forget the Lord God who made heaven and earth, who created you in the earth, and thereby <clears> bringing a <throat> great evil upon your soul in this manner by serving stone and wood. Did not our Father in the days of old sin in this manner, and the Lord God of the universe brought the waters of flood upon them and destroyed the whole earth? And how can you continue to do this and serve gods of wood and stone who cannot hear, speak, or deliver you from oppression? Thereby bringing down the anger of God of the universe upon us. Now, therefore, my father, refrain from this and bring not evil upon thy souls and the souls of that household. And Abram hastened and sprang from before his father and took the hatchet from his father in law's idol with which Abram broke in and ran away. And Terah seeing all that Abram had done, hastened to go from his house and he went to the king and he came before Nimrod and stood before him. He bowed down to the king and the king said. What doest thou want? And he said, I, bese- I beseech thee, my Lord, to hear me. Now, 50 years back, a child was born to me, and thus has he done to my gods, and thus has he spoken. And now, therefore, my Lord and King, send for him that, that he may come before me and judge him according to the law, that we may deliver, be delivered from his evil. Oh, my God. And the king sent three men of his servant, and they went and brought Abram, before the king and Nimrod and all his prince and servants was that day sitting before them. And Terah said also before them. And the king said to Abram, What is this that thou hast done to thy father and to his God? And Abel answered the king in the words that he spoke to his father. And he said, The Lord God that was with them in the house did to them what thou hast heard. And the king said to Abel, Had they to speak and eat and do as thou hast said? And Abram answered the king, saying, If there be no power in them, why doest thou serve them? And cause the Son of Man to err from thy follies. Doest thou image in that image imagine that they can deliver thee or do anything small or great that thou should serve them? And why would thou not sense the God of the whole universe who created thee, and whose power it is to kill and keep alive? O oh, foolish, simple and an ignorant king, woe unto thee forever. I thought thou wouldst teach thy servant the upright way, but thou hast not done this, but hast filled the whole earth with thy sins, and the sins of thy people who have followed thy ways. Doest thou not know or hast thou not heard that this evil which thou doest, our ancestors sinned in days of old, and then turning God, brought the waters of the flood upon them, destroyed them all, and also destroyed the whole earth on their account. And will thou not people rise up now and do like unto this work in order to bring down the anger of the Lord of the God of the universe, and to bring evil upon thee in the whole earth. Now, therefore, put away this evil deed, which thou doest, and serve the God of the universe, as thy soul is in his hand, and then it will be well with thee. And if thou wicked heart will not hearken to my words to cause thee to forsake thy evil ways, and to serve the eternal God, then thou wilt die in shame in the latter day. Thy people, and all who are connected with thee, hearing thy words, are walking in thy evil ways. And when Abram had ceased speaking before the king and prince, Abram lifted up his eyes to the heavens, and he said, "The Lord sees all the wicked; and he will judge them." So we see here how this started with wickedness between Nimrod
0: and. How people get away from God because of wanting to do things their way.
2: And it's a shame we back in the same way today. That we follow people in their wicked ways instead of following God's way. Elder, do you have anything to say?
1: You're all I can see. We in a bad situation where you can't tell them nothing, you can't learn them nothing, you can pray hell out of them, you can preach hell out of them, you can teach hell out of them, and they're still going to be hell because they won't change from the evil, evil way. Their mind set one way, and that's their way. They don't want to listen at nothing else on what they pastor says, and, and that's a bad thing. But also each man must read and, and, and get the understanding, but these people don't want to read, and they don't want to get no understanding. If you come with the truth, they wouldn't know the truth for nothing in the world. And always sitting up in the church talking about, "I'm I'm saved, thank you, Father." You saved from what? Nothing, because you won't do the things of our heavenly Father who have made you. You had our yeah, they had them God's. And they could talk to them, gorges, them all of them all of the and go over where too. Any Anything. I don't care how you can cut a tree down. That tree got fire in it. If you hit it with an ax or something other like around where you see fire spark from. Everything got fire in it from gold. And people don't realize that. They do not realize that.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's so true, you know. We just, we say we're following God, but are you really following Him? Uh, uh, and it's a shame. It's really a shame that from the from from the flood from the flood back then that we can't seem to get it together now. And why? It just keeps going on, sin like, from generation to generation. And God is just so angry that we will not hawk into His word, but we always want His promises that He uh, give us finances and help.
0: And we have to do more. To, to to um get God to get God to
2: turn things around. He don't like to do. We really this word God is a loving God. He don't like to do what he do. He he wants to repent. He repents himself of wanting to bring evil upon men, but men provokes him.
0: But man, constantly provokes him all the time because we just won't
2: do right. We just won't won't do right. When it comes to what God is asking us to do. And then sometimes it's because what had what what um what what we are getting from other people, you know, they tell you, oh, you don't have to worry about it. it's okay, that that was back then. God has not changed and we see right now the word
0: is fulfilling itself. His
2: word is it said in the last days what? The uh men shall be lovers of themselves. We see how things are going on today. Men in love themselves. They want to achieve their goal. They're not thinking about you. Advice don't mean nothing. we talking about black life matter. We get to the point of no life matter and and it's really a shame.
0: I don't know. I just say that,
2: and God gives us time uh to get things right and as as Adam was saying to his father you want you want to try to show me the way of God. But how you serving these other the little gods of wood and stone? What can they do? They can't do nothing. But the God from from the heavens that created you on earth, that that gave you everything—your life, health, and strength, and food to eat, and, and 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 a place that that you can grow food and have a, a, a place to shelter and and all of that—and we decide that it's not good enough that you go make other gods and like they can deliver you or protect you and save you and heal you or not. They can't do anything. You just worship them before God but you have an eternal and everlasting God. And we still do the same thing. It's like I tell people, if you was in something and used to do something, even if you turn and say you said Christ in your life, you got to really be angry because if you feel God ain't moving fast enough and quick enough, or, or not, you want to go back to your old ways. Because you just feel God is not listening, God's not hearing, God's not moving. So I have to help him do what I need to be done. God don't need nobody help. God can do stuff all alone. But we just see here that Adam had to tell him listen, tell the King, you ain't a king. He spoke his mind, you know, uh, and, and it's still the day. If you keep doing wicked stuff and you have having these people following you and they keep doing wicked, your day going to come. God is just going to take you out of here. He's going to destroy you. He's give you enough time to get your life and yourself together, and you still just want to do what you want to do. and And it's truly, truly a shame, just a shame that, that's that's what we are about today. We went through a flood. We went through uh, coming in and taking and making the slaves. And, you know, you just keep going through in situations and seem like you haven't learned anything. When are we going to wake up and just give ourselves whole hearty to God in the way he wants things to be? Uh, I'm going to go to read 12 uh and when the king heard the words of Abram, he ordered him to put to be put into prison. And Abram was ten days in prison. And at the end of those days, the king ordered that all the king, prince and governor of different provisions and the sage should come before him. And they sat before him. And Abram was still in the house of confinement. And the king said to the prince and sage. Have you heard what Abram, the son of Terah, has done to his father? Thus had he done to him. And I ordered him to be brought before me, and thus had he spoken. His heart did not misgive him, neither did he stir in my presence. And behold, now he is confined in the prison. And therefore decide what judgment is due to this man who reviled the king, who spoke and did all the things that you heard. And they all answered the king, saying, The man who rebounds the king should be hanged upon a tree. But having done all the things that he said and having despised our God, he must therefore be burnt to death, for this is the law in this matter. If it pleases the king to do this, let him order his servants to kindle a fire both night and day in our brick furnace and then we will cast this man into it. This sounds like, okay, hanging on a tree. It's like, it sounds like hanging Jesus on a tree. Now, when you when you hear about the fiery furnace, it sounds like what? Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, and the fiery furnace. And it says, and they in the, that brick furnace, and then we will cast this man into it. And the king did so, and he commanded his servants that they should prepare fire For three days and three nights in the king's furnace, that is in Kashtim, and the king ordered them to take Abel from prison and bring him out to be burnt. And all the king's servants, prince, lords, governors, and judges, and all the inhabitants of the land, about 900,000 men, stood opposite the furnace to see Abel. And all the women and little ones crowded upon the roofs and towers to see what was doing with Abram. And they all stood together at a distance. And there was not a man left that did not come on that day to behold the scene. Sound like the same thing when they come to see Jesus being crucified. And when Abram was come, the conjurors of the king, and they say "Saw Abram, and they cried out to the king, saying, our servant Lord, Sovereign Lord, surely this is the man whom we know to have been the child at whose birth the great star swallowed the four stars, which we declared to the king now fifty years since that sound like we're saying when they with to see baby Jesus, where they followed the star in the east, and it said the star stopped over the house of Mary, where the child was at. And behold, now his father hath also transgressed thy commands, and mocked thee by bringing thee another child, which thou didst kill it. That sounds like Herod, having all the other little boys, killed off. And when the king heard their words, he was a of wolf, and he ordered Herod to be brought before him. And the king had said, "Hast thou heard what the conjurers had spoken? Now tell me truly, how didest thou? And if thou shalt speak truth, thou shalt be acquitted. And seeing that the king's anger was so much kindled, Terah said to the king, My lord and king, thou hast heard, has heard the truth, and what the sage has spoken is right. And the king said, How could thou do this thing, to transgress my orders and to give me a child that thou didst not beget, and to take value for him? And Terah answered the king, Because my tender feelings was decided for my son at that time. And I took a son of my handmaid and brought him to the king. And the king said, Who advised thee to this? Tell me, do not hide aught from me, and then thou shalt not die. And Terah was greatly terrified in the king's presence. And he said to the king, It was Hiram, my eldest brother, who advised me to this. And Herod was in those days that Abram was born two and thirty years old. But Haran did not advise his father to anything. But Terah said, But Haran did not advise his father to anything. For Terah said to this, said this to the king in order to deliver his soul from the king. For he feared greatly, and the king said to Terah, Haran, thy son who advised thee to this shall die through fire with Abram for the sentence of death is upon him for having rebelled against the king's desire and doing this thing. And Herod at that time felt inclined to follow the ways of Abel, but he kept it within himself. And Herod said in his heart, The whole now the king has seized Abel account of these things which Abel, Abel did. And it shall come to pass that if Abel prevails over the king, I will follow him. But if the king prevail, I will go after the king. And when Terah had spoken this to the king concerning Haran his son, the king ordered Haran to be seized with Abram. And they brought them both, Abram and Haran his brother, to cast them into the fire, and all the inhabitants of the land, and the king's servants and prince, and all the women, and the little one was dead, standing that day over them. And the king's servant took Abram and brothers. And they stripped them of all their clothes, expecting their lower garments, which was upon them. Excepting except their lower garments, which was upon them. And they bound their hands and feet with linen cloth, cord. And the servants of the king lifted them up and cast them both in the furnace. And the Lord loved Abram, and he had compassion over him. And the Lord came down and delivered Abram from the fire, and he was not burnt. But all the cords with with, which they bound him were burnt, while Abram remained and walked about in the fire. And Haran died when they had cast him into the fire, and he was burnt to ashes, for his heart was not perfect with the Lord. And those men who cast him into the fire, the flames of the fire spread over them, and they were burnt, and twelve men of them died. And Abel walked in the midst of the fire, three days and three nights, and all the servants of the king saw him walking in the fire. And they came and told the king, saying, Behold, we have seen Abel walking about in the midst of the fire. And even the lower garments, which are upon him, are not burnt. But the cords with which he was bound is burnt. And when the king heard their words, he his heart fainted, and he would not believe them. So he sent other faithful princes to see this matter. And they went and saw it and told it to the king. And the king rose to go and see it. And he saw Abel walking to and fro in the midst of the fire. And he saw Haram's body burn. And the king wondered greatly. And the king ordered Abram to be taken out from the fire. And the servants approached to take him out. And they could not for the fire was round about and the flames ascending towards them from the furnace. And the king's servants fled from it. And the king rebuked them, saying, Make haste and bring Abr- Abram out of the fire, that you shall not die. And the servants of the king again approached to bring Abram out, and the flames came up upon them and burnt their faces, so that eight of them died. And when the king saw that his servants could not approach the fire, these they shall be burned. The king called to Abel, O servant of the God who is in heaven, go forth from the midst of fire and come hither before me. And Abel harkened into the voice of the king. And he went forth from the fire and came and stood before the king. And when Abel came out the king and all his servants saw Abel coming before the king with his lower garments upon him, for they were not burned. But the cord in which he was bound was burnt, and the king said to Abram, "How is it that thou wast not burnt in the fire?" And Abram said to the king, "The God of heaven and earth, in whom I trust, and who has all in his all in his power, he delivered me from the fire into which thou didst cast me." And Haran, the brother Abram, was burnt to ashes, and they sought for his body, and they found it consumed. And Haran was 82 years old when he died in the fire at Kisne. And the king, prince, and inhabitants of the land, seeing that Abram was delivered from the fire, they came and bowed down to Abram. And Abram said to them, Do not bow down to me, but bow down to the God of the world, who made you and served him, and go in his way, for it is he who delivered me from out of this fire. And it is he who created the souls and the spirit of all men, and formed men in his mother's womb and brought him forth into the world. And it is he who will deliver those who trust in him from all pain. And this thing seemed very wonderful in the eyes of the king and prince, that Abel was saved from the fire, and that Haram was burnt. And the king gave Abel many presents, and he gave him, gave him his two-head servants from the king's house. The name of one was Honor, and the other other, and the name of the other was I- Izzah. And all the kings, prince and servant, gave Abram many gifts of silver and gold and pearl. And the king and his prince sent him away, and he went in peace. And Abram went forth from the king in peace. And many of the king's servants followed him. And about 300 men joined him. And Abram returned on that day and went to his father's house. He and the man that followed him. And Abram, Abram served the Lord his God all the days of his life. And he walked in his ways and followed his law. And from that day forward, Abram inclined the hearts of the son of man to serve the Lord. And at that time, Nahar, Nahar and Abram took unto themselves wives. The daughters of their brother Haran, the wife of Nahar, was Malik. Malik and the name of Abram, wife was Sarah. And Sarah, wife of Abram, was barren. She had no offsprings in those days. And at the expiration of two years from Abram going out of the fire, that is in the fiftieth second year of his life. Behold, King Nimrod sat in Babel (laughs) upon the throne, and the king fell asleep and dreamed that he was standing with his troops and host in the valley opposite the king's furnace, and he lifted up his eyes and saw a man in the likeness of Abram coming forth from the furnace, and that he came and stood before the king with a drawn sword. And then sprang unto the king with his sword. And when, he, when the king fled from the man, for well, he was afraid, and while he was running, the man threw an egg upon the king's head. And the egg became a great river. And the king dreamed that all his troops sank in that river and died. And the king took flight with three men who were before him, and he escaped. And the king looked at these men, and they were clothed in prickly dresses, as the garment of kings, and had the parents, the parents and the majesty of kings. And while they were running, the river again turned to an egg before the king. And then it came forth from the egg a young bird, which came before the king, and flew at his head and plucked out the king's eyes. And the king was grieved at the sight, and he woke out of his sleep, and his spirit was agitated, and he felt a great terror. And in the morning, the king rose from his couch in fear, And he ordered all the wise men and magicians to come before him when the king related his dream to them. And a wise servant of the king, whose name was uh, Enoch, answered the king, saying, There is nothing else but the evil Abram and his seed, which will spring up against my lord and and king in the latter days. And behold, the day will come when Abram, his seed, and the children of his household will war with my king and they will smit all the king's hosts and his troops. And as to what thou hast said concerning three men, which thou didst see like unto thyself which did escape, this means that only thou wilt escape with three kings from the kings of the earth who will be with thee in battle. And that which thou hast thought of the river, which turned to an egg as at first, and a young bird plucking at thy eyes, this means nothing else but the seed of Abram, which will slay the king in later, latter days. This is my king's dream, and this is its interpretation. The dream is true, and the interpretation which, they, which thy servant had given thee is right. Now, therefore, my king, surely thou know that it is now 52 years since thy saved, saw this after birth of Abram. And if my king would suffer Abram to live in the earth, it would be to the injury of my lord and king. For all the days that Abram liveth, neither, neither thy law or thy kingdom will be established. But this was known formerly at his birth. And why will not my king slay him? That his evil may be kept from thee in matter days. And they were all hoping to the voice and he sent some of his servants in secret to go and seize Abram, and bring him before the king to suffer death. And they Isa, Abram's servant, whom the king had given him, was at that time in the presence of the king. And he, that he heard and he heard what Anu had advised the king and what the king had said to cause Abram's death. And he uh, said to Abram, Hasten, rise up and save thy soul, that thou may not die through the hands of the king. For thus did did he see in a dream concerning thee. And thus did Anup to interpret it. And thus also did Anup advise the king concerning thee. And Abram, hate to the boys of Ezra. And Abram hastened and ran for safety to the house of Noah and his son Shem. And he concealed himself there and found a place of safety. And the king's servant came to Abram's house to seek him. But they could not find him. And they searched throughout the country, and he was not to be found. And they went and searched in every direction, and he was not to be met with. And when the king's servants could not find Abram, they returned to the king, But the king's anger against Abram was still, as they did not find him. And the king drove from his mind this matter concerning Abram. And Abram was concealed in Noah's house for one month, until the king had forgotten this matter. But Abram was still afraid of the king, and Terah came to see Abram his son, secretly in the house of Noah. And Terah was was great in the eyes of the king. And Abram said to his father, Doest thou not know that the king thinketh to slay me, and to annihilate my name from the earth by the advice of the wicked counselor? Now whom hast thou here, what hast thou in this land? Arise, let us go together to the land of Canaan, that we may be delivered from his hand. lest thou perish also through him in the latter day. Doest thou not know, or hast thou not heard, that it is not through love, that Nimrod giveth thee all this honor, but it's only for his benefit that he bestow all his good upon thee. And if he do unto thee greater good, then this, surely these are not only vanities of the world, for wealth and riches cannot avail in the day of wrath and anger. Now therefore, hearken unto my voice, and let us arise and go to the land of Canaan, out of the reach of injury for Nimrod, and serve thou the Lord who created thee in the earth, and it will be well with thee, and cast away all the vain things that thou pursuest. And Abram ceased to speak, when knowing his son Shem answered Terah, saying, True is the words which Abram has said unto thee. And Terah hawked unto the voice of his son Abram, and Terah did all that Abram said, for this was from the Lord, that the king should not cause Abram's death. So when we look at this, it has some familiarity. Uh, you hear a little bit sound like Sharon, let me shake and vinegar in the fiery furnace okay then we sound about hanging on a tree to sound like well say of and actually say Jesus hung for on a tree you you hear about uh, uh, I think it's Ecclesiastes you hear about vanity you know being vain uh, about wealth about wealth and riches that can't do you nothing but you come you know that's vainful about all these riches you want to achieve it's talking about you know, you hear uh, about the dream when the king dreamed like Joseph. When you, and it sounds a little bit like Joseph's story interpreting the dream. Then it sounds like Nethercarissa when uh, uh, this kingdom kingdom going to be taken away, and, and and so we some of this sound like similarities, different uh, books in the Bible. But we see what I'm still saying is this: is that from here, this is what I'm reading from. Genesis, uh, I mean, Book of Joshua is from a little from uh, chapter the uh, chapter twelve, and it's still like in the Book of Genesis of, of Abram before we came to Abraham. But you see the similarity of other stories and other parts of the book. So just like I'm saying, they take out and they put in. What? so that's why I say it's best to read other books. Besides just the Bible, because there are other there's more information out there that will open your mind to know uh, what had taken place. You know, some people ask questions, and then we don't want to ask them because really we don't know. But they'd be saying, "Well, why God is so good? Why would He want to kill somebody?" But just say, "God is a loving God, and God is a good God." So why would He kill the people? Why would He bring a flood? Why would He do that if He, you say, you tell us God love us? He gives you more information. Why? Or oh, no, you know why would, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, Abraham um, didn't have much. I say like this. Didn't have much information. On on uh, Enoch, why? Well, why did God take Enoch and took away him where? They said Enoch walked with God, and He took him. But, but when is when God take him? Uh, so how did he walk with God? In what way did he walk with God? When you read about Enoch, he said God. He walked with God. He walked so close to God that I mean, he didn't really have time for people. He just like Jesus did. Jesus and seven people for a while, but then he went away. He went to the mountain to meditate to fast, to get away from the people to get more in the presence and the closeness of God. Enoch did the same. And then he Jesus came back down and he taught the people. Enoch went up and he came back down and he taught the people. And it says Enoch uh, taught and then the the angels came down, the messengers came down and, and said God wanted him up there to teach the, the sons of God because the men of God just decided they, they they I'm teaching them, but they're not listening. They still want to do things that way. And in the same way today, you said you have a pastor, you have a bishop, apostle that teach you and show you the way of God, but still in your own way, you still want to do. Now i listen to all that, because they they ain't practice what they're preaching and they show they how they gonna tell me how to live, and they ain't doing right themselves. So we see that we still back in some position of the same thing now, and they still, we didn't even know this book of Joshua, that uh, it's still in the book of Genesis, and you see so much that's going on that how they worship all these other gods and wood gods and stone gods, and we see the, you know, the images on the stone, we see the images on on oh wood, we see images all, all over the place, like somebody said, God said, you know, no worship, no graven images. You know, as somebody said, if we're so stuck on graven images and stone and wood, that if they crucified Jesus in electricity, I guess we'd be wearing electricity around our neck. We kind of call ourselves worse than Jesus. So we did, when we say you put the worship him in spirit and in truth, that means coming closer in the presence of God, that the truth that comes within you, because God is, is he showed you, lead you, guides you in the right way. In the way, in the way to be with instructions. So we see here is, like you said, is not much different. And if you don't, if you don't do what people want to do, they're ready to kill you all. But and we see this, like I say, when it came to Abram, they, the sads back there, which they called a Saj, but and in the New Testament, they called a magician, a wise man. But they called a sage back then. They they had the same uh, um, look of. The stars, the stars showing that it was like they said, if we seen the stars, and then, then the next thing, one star ate up the other star. And so they knew that this child, when Abel was born, that he was a special child. And they told his father that he was a special child. And the same thing when the angel came to to tell uh, Mary, his mother, you know, that she's going to have this special child, that is going to come and save this people. So, and in the same way, the story, so like a- Abram, Abram's here because he saved his people at a time as such as this. That's why when Jesus said he didn't come to do it, the law, he talks about, you know, the, the the he talks about Abram and the prophet and the law. And you see why he talks about Abram? Because the story in, 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 in one aspect is about the same story as uh, Jesus, but it's just a little twist to it. So, we that's what I'm saying. That's yes, why you have to read other books and get a better understanding of other things because things were taken out and, and put in other books. And we don't read other books. Some books are not out there, but you can get information on things that you seem that you don't understand and would like to know more about. So, I like I said, uh, it's, it's good to know. It's good to know. Sometimes people just settle with, just what they already know don't want to know no more. But we say we are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, and now you say knowledge is power. You know, knowledge is power. Why? Because you know, you know what some others don't know, and they kind of say, "Wow, where you get that from? How do you know that?" Because I read this, uh, and I and I read it, so it showed me some things I had questions within myself, and some a question that nobody can ask me. So God led me to to know, to answer my question. And then even I had questions about, well, well, uh, why God took Enoch? You know, why? You know, uh, so what really happened to Cain and Abel? Okay, we know his continents fell and, you know, him and his brother died, but really for what reason? And tell you why. He killed his brother, but he repented. Why? Because his brother, we know, oh, he had land, the, 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 uh, cattle, and the other one had uh, Feud and God didn't like the food he wanted, the cattle, but we you know why he really killed his brother, because he would just keep coming on his land, taking his his, 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 his uh, sheep and making clothing and had his land, and he not and to do what he wanted, not care about his brother. So after a while, it's like, your family member coming in and keep eating up your stuff and using up your stuff and won't replace it back and won't give you money for it to help replace it back. So you get mad and you go out and tell them they they got to go. And sometimes it gets to a point now that you get in a big argument that somebody wind up losing their life. So we find that out when it came to Cain and Abel that he, why well, he killed his brother. You know, so and it, it gives you more information of what how those was Adam when he died and how you know he got. Uh, a little snippet of certain people they put in the Bible how low they was when they died. Once Adam and and Eve went the left the garden, we here no more. It changed to uh, Cain and Abel. No more no more information. But this book gives you information that when Adam died and and, and, and the kids and, and, and more of what happened and what taking place. So this book gives you more information and I thank God for that. You know, to for the information that I receiving. And information and things that I'm learning that I had questions myself. So I thank God for God leading me to this book. This book you can find, as I was telling the elder that you can find the book. This is the one book I'm reading from, but when I look, it's some, some have a one book, some have one and two, some have one, two, three. So I don't know, but the book is out there, not just taking it from me, but if you want, uh, you can find the book or where you get books from, you probably could find it. And it's a very interesting book. I had it for a while. I just looked for it. I, saw, I seen the name in the Bible, and I'm saying, okay, we have certain names that's in the Bible, but they, they just mention them, and you'll hear no more. Nothing else about us. I'm saying, wow, you know, they're in the Bible, but they not hear no more. Is a book out for us? Is there any more information out about this person in the Bible. So I happened to, you know, go on my iPad and into the books and put in the, the name, and it came out with the book. And I was so happy to come out and read the book. And I, I had it. I just ordered it, but I really didn't read it until the Lord laid it on my heart. Now to read it, so I see why, because it's more to be known now. We're in, in the age that we need to know more. So, Elder, uh, so do you have anything else to say?
1: Hello, Sarah. Hello? Everything was like like when Christ was in, uh, in the grave three days, three nights. The Hebrew boys were in the burning, burning fire. But people don't realize that. God don't do things one way and they don't do it the, the, all the way. And we have to search and get a whole lot of books to read and search. And then you won't be making so much mistakes. But we don't like to spend no money to buy no books. You can spend money to buy brand new hats and diamond chains and diamond rings and all that. But something for your own benefit, you don't, you don't want to take time to learn nothing and learn about life. And that's what we have to do, learn about the life of Christ and start yeah. doing the things of Christ. But otherwise, we lost go.
2: Amen. And as you said, you got to look at it, why everything is is three nights or Trinity three. There's a meaning to that. There's a meaning to the stars. There's a meaning to the to angels. You know, maybe in Hebrew means one word and in, in, in Greek is another word, and then way back then it's still another word. It's like I tell to people, you know, like now we spell Jerusalem with a J, is um but is not a j is a i you know so it's spelled with an i because they didn't have a j back then and I say university we spell it with a u it was spelled with a v anything that was spelled with a a, a u now back in the 1611 it was spelled back then it was spelled with a v certain words are spelled with a um uh, um uh, like I let L E E T, they use double E you know. So, uh, David was spelled, uh, um, um David was not spelled the way we spelled that. Like I said, a lot of words today, things change, nothing stays the same, nothing is not going to be the same. But my grandkids get older every day, something is changing, and we're changing every day. It says that the word. God will never change, but you say people change. And they said, "Not you're not supposed to add on or take off. Add I, I on to take away." But they do. We add on. And just like I said, you know, back then things had changed. Eve was spelled with a U. Today, Eve is spelled E-D-E, but it was spelled E U uh, E. She was spelled S H E E. Conceive uh, was spelled C O N C E I U E D. You know, so um, have a H-A-U-E, because they didn't have a B back then. So it's it's good, uh, Unto, it's B-N-T-O. It's good to read other books to get to a better understanding, because what we think is now is not, is different from back then. You know, so we, um like C-R-O-Y-E-T-H, you know, we don't spell it that way today. You don't spell it that way at all. So we see that knowledge. They say knowledge is power. You know, and it's good to uh, to have other books. You know, it's, it's it's good. And then they say, and back then here was spelled H E A R E. Voice is spelled V O Y C E. Now we spell voice O I C E. Just like my sister I was saying to her, I said um. When you go to on an interview, where do you go looking for? She said a job. I said spell it. She said J O B. I said now, in the Bible they they say you're going to read from the book of Job, but it's spelled J O B. Job J O B. Job J O B. What is according to how people giving us and how they pronounce it at that time? So she looked at me, she said, I said, yeah, we say job, J O B. We're going, going to look for a job, J O B. Okay, now we're coming from the book of Job, Job 1, May 22. But it still spelled the same way, but a different, it got a different pronunciation. So they just saying that uh, we are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, you know, so it's good to know. Not just reading the Bible, it's good to know to get other books and look at other things and open our mind up, open our heart up, open our spirit up to receive. It's nothing wrong to know the no more. It's nothing wrong. You know, people tell you sometimes you just got to read the Bible when God saying that's it. No, it's more to it. Because God, every, everyone he dealt with from the time that we didn't know, He worked with every man differently. He worked with everyone differently. And what he worked on is trying to get him to do right and stop being so wicked. So I just thank God for what I'm learning, and I hope you are learning and getting something out of what you heard this evening. So is anybody on the line besides me and Elder?
1: New York. New York.
2: Is New York, New York, like to say anything? Well, that might that might just be me, but it you it use New York, New York, so I want to sit nobody on the line. We just going to close out until we come back next week. And this, Father God, we just thank you. We give your name the praise. We bless your holy name, Father God, for this day. We bless you, Father God that's able to come back on and give people more knowledge, wisdom, understanding of who truly you are and how you work amongst your people. Father God, forgive us if anything we are displeasing to you. Father God, we ask you to take it away and do a new thing in us today, Father God. Father God, we thank you that you sit high, look low, Lord, all you know what we're going through, Father God. Father God, look over we families around the world, look over the ones that's lying on a sick bed, Father God. Look over, Father God, our children are soon to get out of school, Father God, for the summer vacation, Father God. Oh, God, just touch this world right now, Father God. Look over our president and people in higher places, Father God. Oh, God, touch them in a special way, Father God. God, we, can, we are nothing without you. We can't do nothing without you. So, Father God, I just want to thank you once again and give your name the praise till we meet again in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Okay, Elder,
0: I'll talk to you. I'll give you a call in a minute. All right. God bless. God bless. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>